0: Protecting your assets for the next generation, you're listening to The Strong Room, a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. Welcome to The Strong Room. I'm Peter Watts. Summertime is a wonderful time of the year. Holidays, travel, time with the family. That's the theme of today's program. And we begin with Chris Mahoney, president of Go RVing Canada. The RV fraternity comes from all ages
1: and all walks of life. It's a diverse group that we find ourselves in. There's a lot of young RVers as well as uh, empty nester RVers. And, um, you know, all sorts of folks doing RVing and and participating in the lifestyle uh, for different reasons different activities and different travel goals but i will tell you it's a it's a friendly community there's no doubt about that and uh there's one thing that everybody shares in common which is of course the the love for outdoors so uh we see that typically throughout the entire demographic
0: if someone was thinking about uh getting into an rv what kinds of questions do they need to address
1: yeah, I think, I mean, obviously getting into an RV is, uh, you know, there's there's quite a bit involved. And uh, I, I the first thing I always recommend, of course, is doing as much research as possible. Um, you know, you can do that obviously online through our own website, goreveen.ca, but also through the RV shows. And there's RV shows, uh, you know, throughout the country. And, and there's a, a few in Alberta. Um, the one thing I would say is that, you know, trying and trial is always a great way. Trying to figure out exactly what kind of unit you're looking for, uh, for many empty nesters and for for some of the uh, some of that demographic and crowd, the class B RV is is there is more apt to their kind of uh, travel style. So, you know, whether you're choosing a class A, a class B, or a towable, um, it's it's really important that you do your research for that. The other thing, of course, is what kind of RVer are you? Um, do you want to be a little bit more mobile? Are you going further afield? Um, or do you have indeed a vehicle where you want to tow an RV? Um, potentially even, you know, with a, with, with other, with other, uh, utility toys. So there's, there's lots of questions you have to ask yourself about the kind of RVer that you are. And then, of course, finally, it comes down to affordability. I mean, RVs range from, you know, $10,000, right up to $300,000. So, uh, you know, that, that budget is obviously something you have to keep in mind, too.
0: So, someone has decided they want to try this. Good idea to rent uh, and, and go out with, with a small unit, perhaps, uh, the first time, just to see if it's something that um, is compatible?
1: Yeah, again, I think trial is always a great way. If you know somebody that's an RVer or, you know, you can rent uh, quite easily, it's great to just get on the road and get into the lifestyle. You know, there's a number of different things that you need to be doing as you're camping and setting up in camp. and. Again, you know, there's some resources that CA can provide, but with that said, there's a very friendly community out there for RVers, and I can tell you personally that you know when I was first RVing, it was uh, it was that community that helped us in terms of the the, the sort of trial and the do's and don'ts. So. Trial is always a great way to start off, but with that said, I mean, when you do trial, you know, it will typically be a motorized RV, Um, so for those that are looking for a travel trailer or a towable, a fifth wheel, something along those lines, it's probably going to be best to sort of reach out to someone you know.
0: What do I need to know about uh, maintenance and how to operate it and uh, some of the mechanical things uh, that one needs to keep an eye on when one is out on the road or or when one owns an RV?
1: Yeah, a really good question, Peter. I mean, I think that uh, first off, you know, Going to a reputable dealer is going to be your key. They're going to be the cornerstone. They're going to one. They're going to be the ones that are going to be telling you exactly how the maintenance schedule should be working and give you a sort of uh, routine check uh, checklist, if you will, for the uh, for the unit itself. Um, I think it's always best to be prepared for everything. So, again, um, putting together what I would call a pre-flight routine and checklist. um, Consistency is certainly key to developing good habits with anything, and I think you can apply that same philosophy to RVing. I would uh, be checking all your storage compartment doors and making sure that uh, the checklist from the dealer is all set up, the fluid levels of tire pressures, things like that. All those kinds of things that they will provide in terms of a checklist are, are key. But then also um, ensuring that you have a good toolkit on the road um, and that you are prepared for any any kind of emergency or things like that. I mean, those are the keys for doing that. And then outside of the unit itself, obviously, if you're traveling to the U.S. or depending on where your route is, uh, you obviously want to plan that in advance. But if you are going to the U.S., there's obviously some some areas that you need to uh, concentrate on there in terms of uh, a pre-checklist as well.
0: When you're dealing with a good dealership, are they capable of fixing everything that might break down in an RV? Because they're very complex units when you add in, you know, stoves and fridges and... and uh, uh, and all of those kinds of accoutrements uh, over and above the physical vehicle itself.
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know uh, again, I, and I think that's where you, you get what you pay for. Um, I would start with a certified R Canadian RV dealer um, because they are going to have a service facility, that, uh, you know, that is going to be doing, that's going to be capable of, of, of uh, adhering to any of the regulations for that, plus in terms of actually fixing the, doing the maintenance and any particular warranty issues, uh, etc. So, um, again, I mean, through gorebeing.ca, we have a list of dealers, uh, just type in your area, and then a, a number of dealers will pop up in your area. And I would... When I was, you know, if I were purchasing an RV and looking to get into the lifestyle, I would visit two or three different dealerships to ensure that you have that relationship there, make sure that they have the maintenance and service uh, bays ready for you, as well as the warranty, um, and then finally, of course, parts as well. So, all those are key components to starting in the lifestyle.
0: And if you are on the road and something breaks, uh, how do you make sure that somebody you can deal with can a fix it and b is reputable and reliable?
1: Yeah, and I think that's uh, another good question. Again, you know, you should you should have a direct contact to your dealership, and you know, the, you know, the unfortunate thing, of course, is that your dealership may not be down the road from you at that time. You may break down. And be quite far uh quite quite far away, so a couple of things you can do obviously c a a membership can help um, with that kind of with that kind of thing, but with that said, I think that the dealer network is huge, and uh, if you contact your dealer, they should be able to recommend someone near you. I can tell you from personal experience. I had a, uh, an issue with a unit that I had in uh, in Quebec on a trip with my wife, and uh, you know the unit was from Ontario, but they recommended that we took take it into uh, uh, a dealership in Quebec, which was not affiliated to them, but you know they had known through the dealer network, through the RVDA network, and we were able to get our our, our small uh, issue fixed and back on the road within a matter of hours. So, uh, again, using that dealer network is key. And then, you know, backing yourself up potentially with a CAA membership can also help out, too.
0: I know the RV dealers in Alberta run at least one weekend a year uh, where they teach people uh, about their RVs, about their fifth wheels, uh, you know, about their campers um, and, and give them a chance to learn how to uh, back up with them, uh, practice driving with them, uh, be cognizant of things that you have to take into account when you're uh, at the wheel. Uh, I think it's a terrific practice. I take it that Alberta is not alone in doing this.
1: No, there, you know, certainly not. It's uh, something that we recognize as one of the barriers for people getting into the lifestyle It's just that sort of unknown. And I mean, you kind of hit the nail on the head with the drivability factor as well. Um, a lot of people are surprised when they get into an RV how easily they can actually drive them and even maneuver them. Um, but it does take some practice. There's no doubt about that. So. We uh, actually, we're running some go RVing schools and planning on doing that across the country through Ontario, Quebec and out west as well. Um, so it's sort of a, a community event where we're going to use some RV, current RV owners are going to come in and help um, sort of educate on the RV lifestyle, but also on the you know, semantics in and around the lifestyle.
0: As you say, it's a friendly community. Happy to help
1: absolutely always are and uh you know i i've always had great experiences personally
0: i'm now a um a licensed rv operator i'm i've got my unit i'm interested in uh, going down the road on short trips to get used to the vehicle uh maybe to a provincial park or a campground or something like that um anything i need to know there
1: no i mean the one thing i'll tell you is that campgrounds in canada fill up very quickly especially the really good ones um It's always best to try and plan in advance. So, you know, it's it's interesting with the RV lifestyle. One of the things we talk about very very often is the freedom and flexibility to hit the road. And that is absolutely true, to be able to pick up and just go and then also make an alteration to a plan. And that's always possible because there are four and a half thousand plus campgrounds across the across the country and and as well as provincial and national parks. But with that said, if there's somewhere that you're really focused on and, you know, one of the one of the more uh, prevalent, let's say, areas, uh, I would always try and plan my trip and book in advance. Uh, we have a trip planner that we utilize ourselves, and uh, you know, we're trying to make our, certainly for Go RVing Canada, trying to make a more of a robust trip planner for, for the RV enthusiast. So, um, you know, planning is always key in, 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 in those types of situations.
0: That's Chris Mahoney, president of Go RVing Canada. Find out more at GoRVing.ca. Next, the family cottage, ensuring that it is a family asset and not a liability. You're listening to The Strongroom on 770 CHQR.